0: then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your heart on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, But now you must rid yourself of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Here is no Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience. Bear with each other, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, and as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your heart to God. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Says the incredibly scary caterpillar to Alice. And she is unable to give an answer, except to respond that she has changed so many times since this morning that she hardly knows. She is no longer the same person as when she fell down that rabbit hole. And I wonder how easy any of us find it to answer the question, who are you? And as I was preparing this, I was wondering if I would feel different this morning. Have I changed since yesterday morning, a time before I wandered down the rabbit hole, I mean walked into Litchfield Cathedral? (laughs) Yesterday, Bishop Michael and Bishop Mark laid hands on me, I declared that the many responsibilities of being a deacon I would manage only by the help of God. And I became a Rev. Yet it would be all too easy to let that title become my identity rather than letting God guide who I am. I need to let my identity reside in Jesus Christ. In the words of Paul in today's reading, I need to be clothed in my new self, which according to verse 14 includes clothing myself with love above all, a love which binds together communities. Before arriving here, I got asked to write a bit about myself, which is much harder to do than you might think. What is it I want you to know about me? What is it that's important for you to know about me? Is any of it important? I believe that what matters will be the relationships I build. It's only through our interactions that we can truly build a picture of who someone is. Do we interact as one still focused on our earthly desires, such as those mentioned in verse 5? Or does it all flow from an identity in Christ which fosters love? and a mind that is seeking the things that are above, as in verse 1. As for me, I believe that God has placed me here in Baston Hill to be part of your community and to work alongside you in helping the kingdom of God grow in this place. So hi, I'm Rachel, and let's begin to enjoy our first interactions. I'm really excited to be here and get to know you, I am not very quick at remembering names. So please forgive me when I stumble or call you the wrong thing or call most of you John. So So me, I enjoy sunny days and I enjoy barbecues. So thank you for hosting Sam and I on this beautiful day. I blame my dad for my sense of humour and my passion for flip-flops. I blame my mum for my love of bubbles and butterflies, and as for Sam, normally I blame him for a lot of things, but right now I think it's time I thanked him for supporting me in my vocation, and he has shown me how valuable it is to have a husband who can use the washing machine while I'm dashing about from place to place. So now the introduction is over, and you have some vague idea of who I am, we'll return to our reading for this morning which teaches us that what I have just told you about myself doesn't matter. For each of us, it doesn't matter what our background is, whether we're an introvert or an extrovert, whether we prefer red or blue. As verse 11 teaches, Christ is all and is in all. Christ is what matters. Colossians is a letter emphasising the primacy of Christ and what that means to new converts to Christianity. By the time we reach the part we have had read to us today, Paul has thoroughly stressed that through Christ we are reconciled to God, and he has warned against false teaching, which suggests anything else. Christ is what matters. Then we reach chapter 3, which teaches us that through Christ we are made new. If we embrace our faith fully, we have a whole new way of being. It's not just that we are the same old person, but now when those forms come along, you can tick that box that says Christian. It's about turning our focus to the kingdom of God. For me now, I literally have a whole new set of clothes to wear. I will be reminded daily of the path that I have chosen clothed in a dog collar. I will be praying, that is as in verse 10, where I have clothed myself in my vocation, I will daily be renewed in the knowledge according to the image of my creator. And I pray for each of you, that you too will feel the same, that you will continue to be being renewed in your faith. We here are all on a journey together, A journey of renewal. A journey of learning to put behind us the earthly things that consume so much of our society. We are on a journey learning how to clothe ourselves in the mind of Christ. To show Baston Hill that it is not each of us as individuals that matter but it is us as a community as a community of Christ that is what matters. Of course what I have said so far might seem a little simple. You might be sitting there thinking, we've been sent quite a simple curate. Of course, Christ is what matters. We aren't stupid. Yet sometimes I find it pays to be reminded of the simple before we go into the hows, the whys, and the wherefores. Because Christ is what matters, we need to put to death whatever in us is earthly. Fornication, impurity, passion, evil desire and greed, which is idolatry. At this point, maybe we should think about what our idols are. What is it that stops each of us having our focus on Christ? The obvious one, of course, is money. Are we always striving to earn more Or are we content with what we have? But there can be more subtle idols as well. Perfectionism, perhaps, where you can't allow yourself to be happy unless everything is perfect. Or it could even be good deeds. Are we doing our good deeds just because we want to say we've raised more money, given more away, helped more families out than the person next to us? Or are we doing it out of a love for Christ. What matters is that our acts come from a place of love which binds everything together in perfect harmony. It isn't our status that's what matters. My being a curate doesn't make me more important than anyone else. What matters is that each of us daily try to act out verses 12 and 13, that we are people with compassion kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. And I fully accept each of your rights to challenge me when I am not acting in this way. And I hope that together we can make Christchurch Baston Hill a church with a surprising love, bound together in peace. As one body, we are called to peace. Let us be thankful for this. Not that I'm naive, I don't expect us always to agree with each other, or to even always be getting on, but I do hope that we can always see Christ in each other, because Christ is what matters. And as we approach the end of this morning's passage, I want to dwell on the beauty of Paul's words. I don't think I need to go in any more detail. Paul has put them so eloquently in verses 16 and 17. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom and with gratitude in your hearts sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Wow. I couldn't put it any better. What a calling. What an identity. To let the word of Christ be dwelling in us richly. If we are dwelling in Christ, we will be able to admonish and receive admonishment with wisdom. We will have gratitude in our hearts for what we have rather than striving forwards towards what we don't have. Hearing this puts us springing my step. I want to be like this, and I hope you want to join me. May all that we do here at Christchurch be done in the name of Jesus, and may we be able to give thanks because of what Jesus is doing through each of us. So in answer to the caterpillar's question to Alice that we started with, who are you? I hope that we can all learn to answer I am in Christ and Christ is what matters. Amen.